Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tronversations. Um, tonight, we're joined by um, Keth Fowler and our um, usual suspects, who no doubt, well, I'm um, just say um, Chris Greenland is happily sat outside. Um, Tatum is in um, San Francisco. Brentson is normal place, as am I. Um, but um, Keth, lovely to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Welcome. Um, Cheers. So... I, I, I think um, our paths, Kev, probably first crossed, um, I'm guessing probably about a year ago on Stampede. Yeah, it was a year ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, um, you, you've done a few races with um, me, Brent, and I'm guessing Tatum in Marmots as well. Both in Marmots, but also I had an early introduction to Tatum when he doubled up in the sharks and he was doing platties in the morning, I think, and then sharks in the afternoon as well. Yeah, the first that. yeah that sounds like we met. Yeah, it sounds like sort of a um, silly thing Tatum would do. I, I, I can't say too much because I've done cookers and sharks in one day. You see, you've been there. You've been there. <laughs> yeah, been there, done that, and know how silly it is. Um, so, um, Kev, um, tell us about yourself. Um, do you have a cycling background and what got you into Zwift? So before I go into that one, James, you've not asked the wrong I, right I, question, which is... Yeah, what are you drinking? <laughs> Somebody knows the routine. Yeah, I, I, I listen, I listen all the time to these, so I was just, where's the question on the beer? Come on, come on. <laughs> okay. like, yeah. um, what are you drinking tonight, Kev? Well, I've got a pale ale. I'm into pale ales and IPAs, and this one is a Hoppin' Hair, Hoppin Hair which is a uh, local brewery down in Dorset. Uh, and it has a lot to do uh, with the background I come from, but also I think it's a great name for um, uh, uh, a team time trial um, within the herd. So hop in there. But then I also, because I'm nearly finished that one already. There is also the Longhorn IPA, which again I think is quite apt for the uh, very good for the um, the herd. That's me. I, I've been particularly boring in having um, a post bike ride, San Miguel. Well, it, it's it's not even San Miguel. It's called San Marcos, but I think it's meant it's like Aldi's equivalent of a San Miguel. Um, so cycling and Zwift. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't think I'm a proper cyclist, rider, or whatever you want to call it. But I've always had bikes. Um, I live. I'm quite. I come from quite a rural area. Um, when I was a teenager, I lived on a farm in the South Downs. And the nearest civilization was about five miles away. So the only way that I, as a teenager, I, I had freedom was getting on the bike, riding down the hill, um, getting to the bus stop, which was about you know, five miles away or something like that. And then getting either into town, into school or college or to work. So um, I, I've always ridden bikes. That was that, that's where it really started. And going back up the downs uh, was always a challenge. It was great going downwards, but going back up the downs, uh, you know, it, it, it gave me some good ground. I then moved forwards. I, I joined the army um, in the 80s, and it, I spent a lot of time where my main passion was running, either cross-country or on the track. And so not doing an awful lot of cycling, apart from the odd triathlon, which I loved, uh, um, other than the fact that I can't swim. I swim like a brick, so... There'd be tumbleweed in the transition area. And then I'd get onto the bike and pedal like crazy to try and catch people up. And, and I'd be good with the bike and good with the, the run. But the, the the swimming was just a, a, a painful experience for me. Um, that's like every triathlete, Kev. I mean, every yeah. triathlete is a terrible swimmer, but we like to bike and run. We just do the like swing part as like 
some sort of terrible initiation to the rest of the good stuff. I was, I was going to say, um, if you want to talk to a pro triathlete, um, Brent's on the call as well. So <laughs> I'm just grateful that Swift doesn't do swimming because mm. James would throw it in all the time. I'm sure. Oh, I hate swimming. No, <laughs> no chance. I'd have, I'd have to wear special floaties if I had to swim. <laughs> I can't do it. Literally, my first one, I was the last one out of the pool. And, and at one point, I was doing a little dolly breaststroke because, you know, the waves were too, you know, it's just horrible. Uh, but anyway, that, that so I, I did enjoy being on a bike. I love running as well. Um, mm. And then as I went through the, uh, uh, the army, I sort of um, went up in distance. I, I, I started going into um, road racing and marathons. Did a few marathons and then went into ultra marathons and that was all great and I loved my ultra marathons um, but then my knees started playing up and it was like no I, I was told a number of times that I couldn't run anymore about three or four operations on both knees and every time I used to come back and and do the Tatum thing and ignore what the medical advice would say and just go running again and and you know it was a challenge more than anything else and then eventually it was like no the, the knees really aren't accepting it so I then went into spinning and I did um not the peloton type but actual spin instructor I became a spin instructor did some spinning really enjoyed that it was lovely but there was no science behind it it was just thrash yourself or not thrash yourself thrash yourself to music not thrash yourself and so did that for a while and then um I was looking for something more and thankfully just before lockdown so about 18 months ago we got fiber to the house here I live right out in the middle of the sticks um and before fiber came to the house we had 0.8 of a meg so i couldn't even play spotify you know we were we were literally that that bad but um uh just before lockdown literally the week before lockdown in the uk um got fiber to the house and that was it i was then googling searching everywhere trying to find right what's the what's what do i need i'd heard about swift i would heard about a couple of the other ones ruby and a couple of the others and it's right i need a smart bike i'm gonna go straight for a smart bike and then um, uh, did a lot of research into which which platform. Signed up for Zwift as a trial just to see whether I liked it or not. And and the rest is history. I've been on Zwift since and didn't even look at any of the other platforms. To be fair. Oh, brilliant. Um, what got you into racing? <laughs> so I've always been competitive. Um, mm. You know, uh, whether it was running. Uh, the cross country or anything like that that was always um, in my genes I guess in the DNA uh, and when I, I remember signing up for Zwift and you, you know what do you want to do Zwift for well just to improve my fitness you know just to, to just to get back into it again and uh, it was it was July 2020 and so Tour de France was um, just in um pulled into Zwift and the, you know, the, the, the French maps were opening up and I did a, I did just a, a tour de, one of the Tour de France uh, loops, which was in Paris. And um, they, I, I did everything wrong. I got a TT bike. I went into the wrong category and got absolutely smashed. And I was like, right now I'm having this, you know? And, and from then after learning all that painful experiences, right, right, I need to go and just see what I can do and see how I can race and, and where, what, you know, what what race is good for me. And I'm still learning that right now, by the way. You know, we'll come on to that maybe in a bit. But um, you, you know me at the moment, I think I've got a diesel engine. I think I can do yeah. time trials quite well. Uh, and, and that's where I sort of focus at the moment. But I think there's more still to come. Hmm. Good. Um, so 
big fan of a stampede. Yeah. Um, and I know that at one stage, you, you, Brent, and I were all in Cat B, and Brent and I were getting routinely hammered by you. Um, <laughs> how, 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 oh, how no, you... that's not the craziest part. I went and checked. The first time we ever raced was July 5th, 2021, and I beat Kev by 30 seconds. <laughs> you, 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 Brent, you did. There was you and there was Lex, and, um, mm. you know, Lex was also, he's a, he's a phenomenal rider, you know, he's really good. Um, yeah. But Brent, you, you beat me and you, you actually beat me, you know, pretty comprehensively, I think. I think it was a London route we did or something like that at that time. And that, that was it. That was your target was on your back then. You know, mm. you, 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 it was a challenge to go and see how, how could I actually get Brent? Could I get in front of Brent? And then Lex as well. And it was, that's the motivation. For me, that's, that's the real essence of Zwift is... I'm racing myself every time, but I'm racing you guys by, and, yeah. and that's what helps me get better. I think, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I bang on about it all the time, but I think the community is Zwift's biggest strength. Um, yeah. And, and being able to do a race every Sunday or Monday, whenever, and know that the same people are going to turn up and the pre-race chat and the post-race banter is what makes it, Oh, definitely. And and then also this, you know, you, you pinch on, there was a time when you were, when you and Brent were talking about the, you know, the stampede and the mm. racing that we were doing. Uh, and it was just really good. I mean, just before we were, we, we were talking about, you know, the herd, um, the HGC that you did last year. Uh, and mm. by the way, I just need to say, I needed to do this conversation just to see you in real life, James, because <laughs> before I saw you, before, you know, you've, you've got a bit of a Facebook persona or whatever, but I always imagined you to be this James Bond villain. You know, you've got this, <laughs> you've got this cat that you're stroking and yeah, you've got okay. this evil laugh as you think up the next, the next mad thing that the herd are going to do. And, and we all, you know, hate you for it, but we all absolutely love you for it as well at the same time. I think it's brilliant. Some of the things you're doing. It's uh, actually quite funny you should mention that because I was thinking earlier, oh, I'm going to stop thinking about Summer Racing League soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. P.S. There will be 100 kilometres of Bologna in there. I, I think... I think Bruce, anyone, anyone... Sorry, we'll what? Luke. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame Luke for that. I'm no, no, no. Luke. It wasn't Luke, actually. It was Chris Greenland. It was, no, enti- no, it was entirely... It... Was it entirely your fault? I, I, I think you I think may have dared me into doing it. It doesn't sound like something I would do, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so, so we've got that coming up. So um, th- that'll be fun. Um, and everyone will be looking forward to that, especially Chris Greenland doing... Actually, I don't even know how many laps it is. It's quite, I, think it's, I think it's a few. Um, I do have it on. Laps of Bologna? Oh, yeah. Eight or seven, right? It's been uh, nice chatting with y'all. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think we should like put in context. It, like I say, I beat Kevin. That was a three. It was hilly route, Kev. Mm, so you yeah. did a, you did a three nineteen for forty one some odd minutes, and I was a three oh nine for some forty one minutes. I can still only do a three oh nine for some forty one minutes, and the last stampede you did three fifty four. So you've put on thirty watts, a ten percent improvement on a forty minute, give or take, time threshold. And I'm like, I've put on like three. So 
But uh, we I all think need to know what it is that Kevin Fowler has been doing to absolutely turn himself into a powerhouse time ra- racing with machine. the memories. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe that's, I just gotta go and try and hold on for as long as I can with you folks. The good, the good news I have is that um, 100 kilometers Bologna is only six and a half laps. Would you believe it? Not oh, is that seven. all? Yeah, because it's like eight up and eight back. Thing is, he's serious about this as well, isn't it? James, oh, yeah, I can see idea. he's completely that's, serious. He's, that's a, that's a fantastic idea, James. You know, that's brilliant. If we if we feed him like this, surely it's gonna it's just gonna turn him off. It. Uh, it's too late. I decided like three months ago. It's definitely oh, happening. No. <laughs> oh, that's nightmare. But I'm serious, Kev. What what have you been doing for training over the last year that that you've been able to like? I think everyone who's whiffs wants to get better. I think that's part of it. I mean, some of us have the reality of our age or our um you know physical limitations but like you've obviously found some sort of formula that works for you to get some pretty material gains so what, what kind of stuff do you like to do for training do you just race all the time do you have a plan how does no, that work? no I, I think that's the thing i'm quite selfish i don't race all the time i um i'm very selective for the races that i do and i know i've listened to a few of the pods that you've done previously brent where you talk about you use the stampede to do your, you know, your sprint training, you do, no, sorry, the, the bullseye to do your sprint training, the stampede to do some FTP work and, and you work it like that. I've, I've been a bit more selfish and I've focused really on um, FTP. So, um, you know, I'll do the stampede, I'll do a race with the marmots or, or whatever, but then a lot of the other time I'm doing, you know, uh, sweet spot training or, or a threshold uh, sessions and just really pushing myself in that all the time. That pushing really horrible. Uh, it, 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 so it is, it's horrible, but the, the results are fantastic. And I've, I've, you know, as you say, actually my last stampede Brent that you called out there was one of my worst. <laughs> I was really, I was really annoyed with it. Um, I've, I've, I've managed to get up quite high um, um, in, in terms of wattage. I'm a, quite a big guy anyway but um you know the, the what's again out there i went in and around i think my best is about 380 or something like that <laughs> for 20 minutes i've done um and and it's just been focused purely on you know working on those thresholds and working on those reps and, and doing it that way anything from five or six minute reps all the way through to you know uh 12 minute ones and, and making a bit of a variation around it but by doing that um it also pays dividends in the other stuff so I've, yeah I th- the 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 win uh, the winter racing league the the one that you did in um, Innsbruck James where we finished at the top of the hill I've had my best ever you know um, five minute power uh, in, in that race and 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 it really paid dividends for me there so just by getting that base under me it, it's helped across all of my power curve so yeah I, I'm going to keep um, pushing Stuart Barrington who's a coach and also rides and herd. Um, he always says sweet spot training is your best bang for buck. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just mortifying. Actually, to be fair, it's 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 not it's not school of flog, um, but it's it's up there. Um, and and I'd, I'd agree with Kev as well. Before getting onto all the racing, doing the workouts that I've I've seen Kev do a lot of the workouts very similar to ones I used to do, and. Mm those are the ones that absolutely they boost you yeah so yeah selective in racing is 
is good as well at times. And then to go out and forget about the, the selectivity and just go crazy with it, that's just fun. So, so I'm, I'm, you know, there's, there's a couple of reasons for this. I'm, you know, um, James, you know, I'm, I'm quite senior in age here. I'm, um, I'm, I'm just shy, just a year short of um, 60. So um, the, the thing that I'm doing at the moment is just seeing how the body's going yeah, how I'm responding. I've been on Zwift for 18 months. Um, uh, I lost 13 kilos in the first three or four months. And then well it's it's yeah. just been building back up in my legs and my, my top half is getting skinnier sort of thing. But yeah. um, it's it's great to be able to do that. And I, I, you go through the various plateaus, don't you? You know, and I'm in a little bit of a plateau at the moment because I've done a few more races and I've taken the, the, the focus off uh, the training. But um, all this is leading to um, uh, I'm going to get out on the on the bike. I get out properly out in the IRL. Um, there's a there's a local time trial route, um, literally three miles from me, and and I want to see how I can transfer my skills and all the fun that I have uh, you know, in the stampede and just on time trials out there. And it's a completely different experience. We all know it's a completely different experience, but I want to give it a go and just see what it's like out there on the. Uh, have on you the done road. it before? Have you done it before pre-Zwift, Kev? Not, not raced time trials. So I, I did a couple of closed um, road sort of races, which were, were pretty easy around airfields and stuff like that. Um, uh, and, and that was fun. Um, but I had no idea what I was doing. I, you know, I still don't know all of the things that I'm doing at the moment. You know, I'm still learning a, a lot with what I do with Zwift. But... Uh, when I did race, you know, when I did the racing, um, uh, uh, the two or three races that I've done, it was just getting on there and, and, and you know, using the school of flog scenario and just thrashing myself. Um, I think a bit, a bit more sort of science behind it now and just looking at, you know, where I put the power down, where I ease a little bit. And, and that's what I want to try and transfer to, um, to outside just to see. And if you are looking for outside adventures, listeners, um, we are potentially, well, hopefully, um, the first weekend of August, um, looking to cycle from Cardiff to Holyhead. Um, both, both these places are in Wales, um, and it's 250 miles, and I think about 18,000 feet of climbing. Um, so in kilometres, that's about 400 and about 6,000 meters. And we're going to do it in one day. Wow. We're not going to split it like, like last year. We're, we're going to do it in three days. Three days. <laughs> because those so, two days last year were quite uh, challenging. To <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, that's going to be like a 40-hour day. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be like three eight-hour days. Um, but um, providing I can get time of work, um, hoping um, 58th of um, August um, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I saw last, you know, that, that's the thing. When you organise these things, whether it was the HCC or whether it was the ride that you organised last year, James, the chatter... Um, just goes through the roof in mm. in all of the things that you do and that's that's great you know i really 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 enjoy just looking at all the all the chat that comes through from from the herd yeah except in except in the marmots chat we're quite a shy bunch <laughs> <laughs> quite a, 
<laughs> so Tatum, he's um, you. You just need to be away from that chat for about eight, yeah, you know, eight hours, and you've got literally. It takes you. It, oh, it's just crazy to keep catch back up with it again. Um, and Tatum puts in a fair bit himself, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a couple of similar chat groups, and I just have to mute it. Otherwise, it's just notification constantly, twenty four hours a day. But then you need something important like the other you know, sign up link for the Zero or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, and and then you have to tag Kev three times. <laughs> yeah, because by, because by the time he's tried to find the message, there's also been already been another fifty, so he can't find it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, then the time zone stuff. I don't know about you, Chris, but I wake up in the morning. It's like you have you know my little message thing when i go in it's on mute so i can sleep and then i mm. wake up it's like you have 60 new messages and you're like oh i guess the uk has been up all morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah same thing and one of the uh yeah. every now and then somebody will accidentally like try to video call the group you know like pocket dial the group <laughs> yeah I had, my iPad, I had my ipad in my bedroom the other night the sound was on so i woke up to a ring notification <laughs> oh well always mute your ipad before you go to work so, um, so Kev, um, your pedigree in terms of racing, and if I'm wrong, please forgive me, um, is holding high levels of power for decent periods of time. Um, how have you found ZRL? Oh, right. So, <laughs> A1. That, that, yeah. So, A1. as you know, I, I, I think when I first raced with you, James, we were both C's, uh, and that was that was sort of September time. So, yeah, September uh, 2020, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when I was first starting off. And then I got through the Bs and enjoyed quite a period of time in Bs. And then um, just before ZRL, the, the last season, the last sort of series started, I got promoted to the A's, something that I'd always wanted. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was lucky enough to be selected by the Marmots, put into the Marmots team. And we did the the first race that I did was, was the one in France where the sprint was right at the very beginning. So we all know that, you know, the start is always going to be fast and stuff yeah. like that. Honestly, it was ridiculous. And I, I, I lost the group. I lost the peloton within literally within 500 metres of that start. And I just rode around the rest of the race um, just by myself, way back, picking <laughs> up stragglers and just you know racing with them and just, just trying to pull them along. And so the first couple of races, uh, uh, which, you know, that A1 division that the Marmots are in is just insane. It mm-hmm. is, you know, you, you're, you're on cloud nine because you, you're an A and you're sort of walking tall and stuff like that. And then you, you go into that group and they just smash you apart. They literally <laughs> totally. rip you up and throw you out. And it, it's like, oh, but that that's just another incentive for me so okay i, I was a, a, a you know a new a just getting into the sort of 4.1 4.1 and a bit and you and i james had a, a little discussion on it in that mm-hmm. i thought i was going to get relegated again straight away because i couldn't keep and sustain that power so then i just got the sweet spot trainer out again you know just got onto those just did the the, the reps and the reps and the reps and and now i'm sort of 4.4 4.5 something like that i think wow. and i can hold it and i can actually hold my home now so um the last couple of races on zrl zrl um yeah i've been hanging with the group uh pretty much most of the way around actually what's really annoying is i've just developed a habit of just easing off 
just before the peak of the hill of the con. And then you, you lost. You, yeah. you just lose that group again straight away. I've done yeah. it in three races now. I'm really, I really knacked off with myself. I think I think, I think we all have. Um, yeah. Brent, um, I think the the race that um, Kev's mentioning is one where you held 600 watts from a start for, I think, 60 seconds and almost got dropped. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. that race and I, I i i did I, get dropped you didn't <laughs> yep yep i yeah it's it's like cast pad or mm. deuce france or whatever right so you're like oh, right it, was, it was a um, sprint it was it was two laps of i Kaz remember pad. that one um yes. i think that's when hulk mode got unleashed for the first time <laughs> right because you <laughs> went for the you went for the uh petite Second. kom from like way at the back and you just yes. went off for like you i think you did like you were like 11th or 12th or something on that kom solo and we were all doing oh. it in a bunch <laughs> yeah 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 no it was um that was a crazy race a crazy start we all knew it was coming too because that sprint yeah. was right there and so you had to like, hold away. on and then sprint yeah. i remember and, uh, it was this it was a 600 meter sprint out the gate so yeah yeah well and just for i mean if people are listening to, i know this isn't this is conversations, but like if you're racing ZRL this week, you better get your three minute power on because, well, A's, it's probably going to be two minute power because I think it's going to be straight from the start pens to that sprint banner for the what, FAL. What, for the first what, route. What, what yeah. race is it? The Lutis Express. Lutis. Yeah. Oh, yuck. So it's <laughs> it's right out of the pens, left hand turn, 3% to the top of the arc, sprint banner and 100 meters. And I, I did a B race on it Thursday with Brian. And then the B's, you know, not hammering it we were three minutes 250 to that um from the pens to the sprint banner so like uas and top b's it's going to be you know a minute or two minutes having having said all of that though um shams alise and latas express are absolutely perfect for kev as long as i can hang in that first sprint i think i think you know i'll I'll be happy with it so it's you're gonna have to hammer it early yeah Absolutely, I'm gonna to have yeah. to warm up so hard and you know yeah. burn a match just warming up in order to be yeah. ready to go for it again. Exactly. Yeah. You're gonna have, and, you're gonna have to get right early because Tayton's gotta go before the start line. Me and my premature going off the front. Oh Tatum, I'm not listening to you. I'll listen to everybody else on this, but I'm not gonna to listen to you. Don't Tatum. listen to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and another thing, because of the just off to the banner, the downhills. So if the group goes, yeah, they're going to pick up speed quickly. Yeah, yeah, they so are. It has to really be literally ahead of the bunch going through there. Yeah, but it's, for me, it's, just, it's just hanging on in there. You, you know, you, 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 we all know the talk about the marmots, and I'm thinking diff- that's why I'm thinking the different names for the team because we're not going to get relegated or anything like that. But it's. It's just such an intense group. It, um, yeah, league, it's ridiculous. Uh, I have to say, like, um, just upgrading to A and going straight into an A1ZRL group is, yeah, it's definitely a baptism of fire. Yeah, I, I nearly did cry on one of those races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, so... What, what what's next? Um, are you just gonna sweet spot? Um, so obviously, I got one more race of ZRL. Um, I don't know where Marmots are placed. Um, there's playoffs, and then we've got um, a um, interseason break of a few weeks. Um, 
what are you looking to do in between ZRL seasons? Are you thinking about giving Bullseye a go? Um, I mean, I, I know you're not then top, so Mountain Goats must be on the cards. Well, as, as you say, um, I've, I've found that I can ride up a hill, even with this, uh, you know, this bit of bulk that I've got and, and I'm carrying around. Yeah. I am riding up hills better than I ever used to. So I'm actually looking, you know, it's quite interesting. I always thought, flats were where i where i excelled you know where i could really ride and, and and sort of hold my own but um that's not necessarily the case anymore so i'm i'm enjoying i enjoyed innsbruck i enjoy the volcano uh sandon sequoias um last week or whatever that was a pretty good one so um i think i'm just gonna i'm gonna i need to be a little bit selfish because the uh again with, with my training so i might i, I need to Racing is really good fun. You know, training is boring, but it's a it's an evil necessity that you all have to do. We all have to do. Uh, and so I need to just take myself away from the racing a little bit, get back onto um, some real focused training. And, and that's going to both help me in uh, the next season, uh, but also as we get back outside again. Mm-hmm. So I had my first ride outside today, uh, this year, uh, which was really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, out in the sunshine, um, out with the lorries and the... <laughs> the trappers and the cars and the, the wind and all the rest of it. Um, Brilliant. Uh, it, it, it was good fun. And I I'm, I'm just need to get back out there a little bit more in order to give this time trial series a, a, a real go. Um, but uh, the other thing that I'm doing, so again, going back to my age and, and my, my seniority here, is um, I'm looking at some of the age racing that is, is that happens on Swift. So there's the South Africa Masters I'm looking at, and there's also... Mm-hmm. Uh, Another group that do um, ZHR. time trials um, um, and just look. Yeah, ZHR do a master series as well. Um, that's quite popular. It's popular, but apparently quite a few. Um, there's, there's, it's, it's a little bit not so well regulated, for want of a better term. And Fair enough. Um, the the South Africa one is really good because they they break it down into five year group um, age groups, and and you can really. Yeah. Um, have a, a, a look and see how you fare against those guys and they do it quite well hmm. um, so a, a bit of those two things really and just find where I, I enjoy racing most at the moment you know it's not just going to be time trials I think I want to try a few other things as well and just yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm, you know we again I'm, I, I, the omnium that is coming up in the end of March it's like James it's, it sounds so so much fun and I'm not going to be at home. So, um, and it's also mothering Sunday as well <laughs> on the Sunday. So it's like, you know, real world is really smashing me. And, and can I can I try and blag three races on mothering Sunday um, and and be away from home as well? I'm looking at all sorts of things in order to be able to achieve this, but it's, it's not looking good at the moment. And I'm going to be so gutted if I miss that one. Hmm. But there, there are some slight benefits of living 100, 150 miles away from your mother and not being able to drive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you yeah. Uh, do you race outside on a time trials on a TT bike, like a full aero position, the whole kit and caboodle? Right. So the answer is <laughs> no. Uh, and this is so uh, the the local shop that I go oh, to. Oh no, no skin suit. <laughs> I mean, hey, come on. <laughs> there's, there's only so much that can go out in public, okay? Really um, but uh, um, 
at the moment, I've just bought a relatively new bike uh, at the end of last season, and I'm really happy with that one. Uh, but it's more of a, just a general bike, and I just want to use that and, and get some some proper road riding in there now and yes, just transfer some of the stuff I've been doing as well. Yeah. But there are people who are already nudging me going, Kev, you, yeah, look at that, James. I love it, mate. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's people... That James has panned over to his new, his new rig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we all talk M plus one, don't we? And and is there the opportunity that I'm going to go go and get a time trial bike? Well, the, the local shop absolutely believe it already. They, I think they've walked. Away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had one. I had one for racing triathlons from 2012 to 2019, and uh, I actually sold it in mm. 2021. Um, but um, it, I mean, it's fast. Yeah, that's and that's it. You know, so some some sorry. James, one of the, some of the events around here, they do it, they do two categories. So they have time trial specific, you know, races or, or, or um, category and then just normal bike um, category as well. So I just want to, I just want to dip my toe into the water and see, see how it comes. You know, am I going to enjoy it? Am I going to enjoy it as much as I enjoy it on Zwift? And, and then, you know, maybe, maybe that, that next bike is already sort of flashing. <laughs> Have have a word with your almost neighbor, neighbor Stephen Pritchard. Um, yes, I know he does or has done. I'm not sure if he's still doing, but he's definitely done a few time trials in the area. Um, yeah, so he'll definitely be able to give you a good steer on that. Um, I'd love to do a time trial. Um, the only problem is it's like cars, <laughs> they get in the way, and I can't it's, see it's, them. <laughs> so that, that's the other thing. Al has also said because she doesn't like riding with any riders around her mm. bike handling other people rides but can power a bike so she's also said she would love to do time trialing outside so yeah it's quite a nice seems like a nice thing to do i think you'll enjoy it good i'd love to do hill climbs as well so and they do again this i mean I, I live quite close to the cotswolds which yeah. um you know there's 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 a good few hills knocking around our way um the, the time trial um, route that's right near to both Steve and I is is on an A road, but it's got a bike lane, which is very unique out okay. in the country here in in um, in UK. Uh, and and so for the most part, it is just an out and back. Um, uh, and uh, you know, you avoid the cars for the most point. You've got you've you've got a load of crap in the I mean, bike lane. We just need to clean out that every now and again. But um, hmm. yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good and. Um, they do a 10 mile and they do a short course one, even shorter course one as well. But then they also have hill climb series as well. So nice. combination of all that should be quite good. And again, as I say, I just want to dabble, dabble in that and see how it goes. Yeah, definitely. It, um, it's a whole different set of skills to ride a TT bike fast, mm. especially with hills, because for those of you who are uninitiated, when you're <laughs> on your aero bars, you don't have brakes. Like almost there's it's extraordinarily rare for the aero bars on a TT bike to have oh. brake levers. They're usually on what's called the brake handles, which are a separate set of things from being in your aero. But of course, the most advantage of being on your TT bike is to be in that aero position going down the hill. So the time when you're going the fastest is the time you have the least control. Um, and I've only yeah. found out how bad that can get once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was just gonna ask, what can go wrong? <laughs> yeah, well. Another I, I wasn't at 75 or 80 but i was about hmm. 55 or 60k when i hit the ditch 
Um, another person who's probably a good person to have a chat with, Kev, is Matt Freitas, um, because he's been dabbling with duathlons, um, having come from a running background and then discovered an enormous love for cycling and Zwift. Um, he's now been kissing himself out, so he's probably also worth worth having a chat with. If, um, yeah, no, uh, there's a few out there. There's also Hugh. He... Um... He streams the Stampede and he actually has yeah. try bars on his, uh, you know, uh, while he's set up on Zwift as well, which is is a good thing to do. You know, if you're going to train like that, that's, or, or if you're going to ride and race like that, then you need to train like it. So, yeah, mm. I'm gonna, I've got to start really specifying now into the training regime as I get close to the, the season start. Yeah, you've got a what bike, haven't you? No, I've got a oh. stages bike. Uh, okay, for some reason, I thought you had a what bike, um, which is why I was going to talk about TT bars, but I will not. <laughs> so yeah, I was going to some... say, can you just throw some clips on there? <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've got some. They, they they don't fit very well. And I might have, I may, I'm, again, I'm just looking at what I can do with it. They're, so I tried them on there and it just wasn't, it wasn't a, a good setup for sure. I think um, the... What I've read from people that I trust is that you will probably lose about 5% of your power in a TT bar position. Because obviously the benefit you get from that outdoors is aero. Um, but also the benefit you'll get from doing that indoors is you get used to holding the position. And when you're pretty much anything over 30, keeping your back in strange places is generally very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah so something you have to get used to. Um, what else should we talk about? Um, <laughs> and it's so quiet. Um, <laughs> I, I can back. I can backtrack. Oh, please do. This is so. I had a little piece prepared, so I actually came prepared tonight. <laughs> can you believe it? Every time you ask me, what are you drinking? I don't know what to say, and I've got something boring. So Play some your actually, work. <laughs> but I do have something prepared for you for tonight. So, got a little something. And uh, what I'm drinking, it's from high up in the Wicklow Mountains. It's ice cold and crystal clear, naturally filtered, 100% Irish, and it's available on tap. <laughs> Boom. Are, are you drinking water, Titan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought that was most excellently delivered. Um, and you, no, you can you, you can imagine how disappointed I was when I wasn't asked what am I drinking tonight. <laughs> Did you read that from a script or from a bottle, Titan? This is what I want to know because you 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 were. I need to hear. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, actually, Al prepared that for me. <laughs> I was just happy that you guys had spared me the shame of talking about my bubbly water at one in the afternoon again. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, you are at a slight disadvantage given your, what, um, seven hours behind. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were on the... Oh, you were... Oh, you were on the bike, Brent, literally just before we, we started this. Uh, James was on the bike just before he started this. Chris, were you, were you as well? 
I was, and I started with coffee, but the minute James started talking about Bologna, I've since drank two beers. (laughs) 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 And and I've just about killed this one, so I'm about to go for three. But uh, Tatum, I have been to a a very nice little pub up in the Wicklow Mountains at one point. I forget the name of it, but um, spent some time up there. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a now with summer. Um, because yeah, literally, yeah. as I started cycling again, lockdown, so we haven't really traveled much around. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to going cycling up in the Wicklow Mountains. It's yeah. I've seen photos, the scenery is just unreal, the mountains are beautiful. No, it's going to be that's something I'm looking forward to. I, I was going to ask Kev, is um, you said like how much triathlon did you do before? Well, again. Uh, this comes back to how competitive I am, um, and and if I'm if I'm not near the front, then I I I, I get very frustrated with it very quickly. So, um, and, and that goes back therefore to the tumbleweed that I, I used to you know sort of see going through the transition area as I came out of the pool. Um, I did a couple. Uh, I did one back in the eighties when they were first coming out, and that, I really enjoyed it. I then dabbled um, in various places and, and just, you know, I really focused on my swimming training for a while as well, just to try and get it back to something decent. But um, it, it was never, it was never something that I could excel in. I was always catching, you know, feeling like I was catching up on the bike or, or, or just getting close to it. I tried a couple of duathlons. They worked a bit better for me, but um, so, so it, it was always right. The bike is there, but I'm not using it in, in a way that I can compete on it. Instead, I, I, you know, as I said, I, I did, I did a lot of running um, and did my marathons is, is where I was for a long time. I enjoyed marathons. And I, again, um, I think you were talking about it a couple of weeks ago or might have been in a marmot chat. I can't remember, but um, getting <laughs> under the three hour point was really great for me. And, you know, I did that, uh, about 15 years ago so once once i did that it was like right now move up to the ultras and just play with the ultra running as well like a sub, so, sub um, three hour marathon yeah 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 but that was that, that, was that sounds craig. particularly useful <laughs> yeah that was craig talking about he got to like three hours 16 or something like that and then that, that was absolutely it, yeah. died and then he could never quite get back up there again mm. which you know i have sympathy for I, I mean i have sympathy for what you're saying too and it's so funny how the fields change sometimes yeah. too kev like i did you know i race here in alberta and i'm like in the top three four guys in a race because you know 20 people show up whatever then i go to um age group worlds in cozumel and i yeah. check the start list and the, one of the guys in my age group is former mexican olympic triathlete <laughs> and like we jump in the water and it's just like gone the race is gone and you like get out of the water i look back there's like three guys the guys at the pontoon i'm like am i last They're like you're not quite last racing career <laughs> yeah then you get out on the bike and and this is the other thing about triathlon and if you're ever in triathlon chat groups like you think zwift people complain about like sandbagging and cheating and stuff just drop into a triathlon chat about drafting on a race course because <laughs> there is nobody who is as vicious about complaining about cheaters as triathlons talking about drafting. And I'll tell you that world's in Cozumel. Uh, it was just trains and trains. Like you're supposed to maintain, I think it's like three meters, 15 feet or something like that between each bike. Yeah. You're out there. It's just trains and trains of people cycling along <laughs> because there's, you know, 1500 people in this race that goes, you know, a 20 kilometer loop for a 40 kilometer race. And so it's every age group all gets mixed up together. And then, I mean, the run was preposterous. It was 38 degrees and 
there was literally people falling over on the race course you know like i'm watching a guy like try and run to the next aid station he's just passing out beside me it's like maybe i'll work on the just finish speed right now (laughs) so so there's like you know there's all these different levels of different types of racing you get to and the different sort of calibers so yeah i i feel that Hey, kind of as a, a fellow aficionado of knee surgeries, um, talk a little <laughs> bit about what you've had done and, and how you feel on the bike right now. Every now and then I tweak something. Are you up against that or where are you at with the knees? So my last knee operation was probably six or seven years ago. Um, and it was pretty, it was successful. It's just, you know, when you do too much mileage uh, out, out on just running, that's when I was really feeling it. And I've got to say, I, I, I was only thinking about this probably a, a couple of weeks ago. And the reason I thought about it, I'll come back to you in a sec. But I was really, I really count my blessings in that, you know, I touch wood. I, I haven't felt too much of a tweak or an injury in anything that I've been doing on the bike. Um, and that's, that's a lovely feeling to have to just, you know, go in there, thrash yourself, fall off the bike. And, and that's the closest you're going to come to injuring yourself as you fall off in fatigue because you know, you've been able to really hammer your body. And then it was, I think it was one on one of the HWRs that we were racing. And there was a, a everyone knows Tatum can't sprint and Kev is even worse at sprinting. Right? Yeah, I am absolutely <laughs> right. Um, and, and I had a chance of beating a couple of people and, and, and I, 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 you know, it was on for me, I thought. Uh, and then I put the power down and there was just that little tweak there, Chris. And that was it. It was like right straight back off it. You know, I, I just, just cruised in almost, you know, over that line. I wasn't going to sort of risk anything like that. So um, for the most part, when I'm doing that steady power, when I'm doing those long sort of dull or, or you know high how high power intervals or, or races and, and it's just steady and just you know that diesel engines kicked in it's fine and it really is good um it's that that, that fast twitch stuff and and you know any any sprinting in and around there that i've got to be really careful of. but probably if i focused on that a little bit more i might get better but it's, it's a weakness of mine and, and what is it that you've had done over the years? ACLs, MCLs, meniscus? Yeah, so yeah, uh, meniscus um, popped a couple of times in both of them. Yeah, it's a, the keyhole surgery. It was just it's just wear and tear and a little bit. They they, they talked about arthritic um, uh, uh, sort of elements come, sort of building up. I'm, I can't remember the, the the full specifics of it now, but um, you sort of ignore them a little bit. Go, yeah, I, I can I can still run. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get back onto this and this is not a problem. Uh, you know, AKA Tatum and COVID, you know, again, I'm, I'm, ba- I'm yeah. beating you up here, but it's only because I feel for you, brother. All right? the, the, the day I spoke about the advice on returning to bike on COVID, I actually said, do as I say, don't do as I do. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you've learned so, the hard way, sadly. And I've learned the hard way. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I, at this point, I actually have to leave love and leave you guys. So I'm going to have to say goodnight for the night and say it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you guys, meeting you, Kev. Thanks, guys. But yeah. work, is, work is calling and my break has been a bit long. <laughs> <laughs> Great to meet you, Titan. Good to see you in, in the person. 
Thanks, guys. Take care and have a lovely chat further. Yeah. See you later, Tatum. Um, Bye. Tatum may have um, preempted, unless anyone has any further questions for Kev, um, I think we may draw a little line under this one. Um, I have got one thing to say to you all. Um, and, and that really is um, before any questions come back my way. And, and, and I'll just jump in now. Um, it, it, I was thinking about this as, as getting ready for tonight and all the rest of it. And, and James, you're publicly thanked regularly on Facebook, but um, having the opportunity to, to thank you in person um, for all that you do behind the scenes. And it's not just you, by the way, you know, Brent doing the stampede now, Craig, doing all the stuff that he does with ZRL, uh, Lisa doing all the stuff that she does with the time trial stuff. But, you know, the, 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 the Swift is only so good for us because of all the work that you guys put in. And having the opportunity to say thank you in person, as, as in person as we can do at the moment, <laughs> is, is, is absolutely brilliant. Um, I used to do a bit of race organisation, but never to the level that you've done for for the herd specifically, but then other groups within the herd, as I've found out. Um, and uh, sorry, other groups within Swift, as, as, as you, you talked about. So putting all that effort in, in order for us to be able to maximise the pleasure from what from you know, what Swift enables us to do is just brilliant. And um, it wouldn't be the same without the races and without the community, and specifically without the herd. Both the, you know, the, 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 the Pinktron, the podcasts, all of that stuff, you know, it, it, it takes time and effort and um, I really appreciate it. Uh, and I, 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 I'll say that for, I guess, quite a few of the people that are out there in the herd. So thanks very much, James, and for all the others as well that are leaving. Thank you. Um, and, and to be honest, Kev, um, when I had my period um, away from gainful employment, um, it probably saved me um, because it was middle of lockdown had I not had what was almost a second job, I genuinely don't know what would what I would have done. Um, so I, I'm, I'm grateful for everyone who takes part in our events. I'm grateful for all the chatter that goes on. I'm even grateful for the stupid questions that I get asked every single week, and they're always the same. Um, to anyone that's asked me a stupid question, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some, and, there's some more boiling up now, aren't there, with the, oh, yeah. the, the enforced categories that are coming in. That's, yeah. that's going to be interesting. Absolutely. But it's also we, going to be bloody brilliant as well, because, yeah. um, like, just chatting with um, Gav Irons, um, he races Bullseye and Cat C and said, like, last week the race was completely spoiled by a B turning up. That's not going to happen anymore. Um, you're not going to have A's turning up and absolutely ruining category D rides, which happens every single week, almost everywhere. Um, they're not going to have to race in cat A. Um, and makes me look forward more to doing cat A races because as an absolutely woeful, abysmal A, I'm looking forward to meeting other woefully abysmal A's that are only entering other cats because they think they're not going to have um, any chance of any like fun meaningful racing in in cat a so there's going to be more in a granted based on that there's going to be less in d c and b however 
once more DC and B's realise that the racing level is going to be fairer, there aren't going to be people who are entering the wrong category and stretching out the race straight away, that will bring more people into those categories as well. So I'm very, very passionate and very excited about category enforcement. I think most people will see the positive in it, and that's that's what that's what we all need. As always, it's just slowly, slowly, we, you know, things get better within the racing environment. It's with, yeah, oh, I firmly believe that. Yeah, and I I just like to say, Kev, maybe we table some of the gratitude until we see what the herd summer racing league schedule looks like. <laughs> <laughs> no, if he's if he's really putting a hundred k Bologna sort of race together, then. Yeah, that, that that's that's just taken straight back. It really yeah, is. we'll yeah, fix but, we'll fix this in editing. Chris Greenland, yeah, do you yeah, sound really. like you're complaining? Do you know what happens when people complain to me? I'm not I'm I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just offering constructive criticism <laughs> in, in a in a moany manner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there'll there'll be some flat rates in there. 46 laps of downtown Dolphin. That might actually be worse. That might be <laughs> I, worse. I, actually, no, I'm, I'm absolutely certain that would be worse um, because there isn't any downhill. Um, I mean, just thankfully, you, got, you, get, you get to go down Bologna six times. Yeah. The one thing that would be good about 46 laps of downtown Dolphins, at least you'd get a group instead of like what would inevitably be some solo death march the sixth <laughs> through whatever <laughs> second time up Bologna. I'll have been lapped by then, so I'll, I'll have made some new friends. <laughs> you, you won't know who's on what lap, would you? You'd, you'd literally need have you, have um, you, have you, to have their own. Have you not done a race in Chrissy? No one knows who's on what lap anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, that's fair. Although, um, to be fair, like with um, 46 laps of um, Chrissy, um, we could, that could be 46 separate sprints. Why you you've, you've mentioned forty six laps now uh, at least five or six times, James? What what are you why why are you even thinking like this? It, it, was, it was a random number that popped into my head, but now yeah, no, it's not random anymore. <laughs> okay. I thought it was just you did times by two. It was like you wanted to get to ninety six kilometers or whatever. <laughs> um, let, let's talk about Crit City because I don't want to do forty six laps of Crit City, but I wouldn't mind doing six laps of Bologna. I mean, I wouldn't particularly enjoy it at the time. If you take a, how long would that take? I mean, that's a that's a four hours. Just thinking. Why am I thinking this? Why am I even thinking this? So, like, you, Chris, you're right. You're right. Just cross <laughs> yeah. your arms there like that and just yeah. just 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 ignore him. He's, he's going to go away in a minute. That's this is all just hundred k on the flat with a good group is uh, two and a half hours at around about two point five. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say 100k Bologna under four hours at call it 3.5, uh, 3 to 3.5 watts a kilo. It's, it's not as bad as doing, it's not as bad as, as bad as doing PRL full. Don't give me any ideas, Christopher Greenland. I do I not want to raise PRL full. I, I, I saw I've the look in your eyes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> never done PRL full, and there's a reason for that. I heard the horror story from Brent, and I never will. So I think, I think the question is: Is 100k of Bologna worse than 10 laps of a Toby Hilly? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That climbs only two minutes. Yeah. Three or four yeah. when you're tired. Like yeah. Bologna after like lap six is like a 
12 minute climb. <laughs> I'm arrest. <laughs> I so think I, the correct answer is the world will no no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, guys, I'm going to draw things to a close. Um, Kev, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you ever so much for joining us. Thank you for joining our races. Thank you for being part of the herd racing community. Um, you are always very, very welcome. Um, thank you. Oh, thank you very much as well. It's been a pleasure being on here and seeing you guys. You know, this one thing, avatars is great. They look great and all the rest of it, but seeing you guys in 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 the, the, the flesh is is also very good as well. And, and I now have a target that I can put on something more than just your back, Brent, you know. It's, yeah, it's, yeah so. I know. Yours is just looking at the time as it keeps creeping past me. Now it's me trying to chase you all the time. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. Yep. Cheers. Thanks, everybody, and thanks for everyone for listening. And we will be back at the same time next week. See you later.